one. We're back to, to the Neil Haley Show, and I'm excited to welcome to the show actress Lauren White. Lauren, thanks for stopping by, and I appreciate you coming on the Neil Haley Show. It is absolutely my pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So let's talk about your career. And basically enough, I guess, what do you think you're most known for? What, 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 what uh, project would you say you're most known for, if you'd say? Yeah. Probably Parks and Recreation on NBC, even though the episode is a little bit older and the show has ended, uh, people watch it in reruns and they say, were you on Parks and Rec? I think I saw you on that. <laughs> so it's been a really fun, it was a really fun role when I did it, but then it's been even kind of fun how it's, how it's lived, that show still lives on. It definitely does live on. And what do you think the reasons why it does live on? Like it's because again, people just keep binging things or later after the show's even finished in, in certain ways. And tell me about that character on Parks and Rec. Well, just, just to tag onto that, I feel like sometimes it takes, because there's so much amazing content, mm -hmm. sometimes it takes people a while to even realize that something's out there. So they might not have even heard of Parks and Recreation until this year when they're looking for content to watch and then they find it and they love it just you know, five years later, 10 years later, however much, I mean, I know I started rewatching Golden Girls during the pandemic and it's gold, even though it's been right. off the air for what, 30 years or something. Exactly. Um, my character on Parks and Rec, her name was Lacey, or I guess she still is. She still exists in the ethers. <laughs> she uh, was a lobbyist. And so Amy Poehler and Adam Scott, uh, I, I don't know how familiar you are with the show or, or I've watched some of them. Yes, I'm <laughs> But Amy Poehler obviously is is just a delightful character as Leslie Nope. And she is a local politician with really big aspirations and kind of these fun crushes on different people in politics. And so she goes to a party and Adam Scott's character introduces her to my character. And there's, there's this little bit of a dynamic where she's feeling a little insecure um, without any reason, just because. And so we kind of get this fun little interaction with her being not snippy, but like reactive. And she is just so incredibly talented as an actor and comedic performer. So what's up with the politics roles as well? And you were behind the scenes a little bit more on this. Uh, you had some good roles in politics too, right? Especially talking about uh, Netflix and stuff, right? I, I was on House of Cards, yeah. <laughs> which, whoo, if that's not a political show, I don't know what it oh is. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so you think about House, House of Cards, I always like chatting about this, is the fact that, you know, you we pretty much the second we saw Trump completely in House of Cards in so many ways. At certain points, it was going down the road. It's like he watched the show, right? <laughs> Some of the things he pulled. I mean, I can't comment on that. I don't know. <laughs> I can just say that when I first watched that show, I was like, what? My, I think my doors were blown off that that, that stuff happens, but it happens. People are, people are interesting. Yeah, and but from House of Cards to the point of reality with uh, Trump's presidency. And, yeah. and, and that, you never know what's gonna happen next in politics in, in so many ways. And Basically, you're behind the scenes as well on some of these shows, right? You, you're not, you just are not. Um, kind of explain a little bit about your background and 
entertainment and stuff like that for our listeners and the viewers. I do have experience behind the camera. On those particular shows, I did not work in a capacity. I wasn't a producer. I wasn't a writer. I was solely talent, um, which, hey, that's a great title to have. But yes, I do have experience producing and some writing. Um, one of One of the shows that I was a part of as far as talent and crew, um, actually was up for Emmy consideration, which was really exciting. And um, that's on Amazon. It's called Partners in Wine. And it's a, a short form comedy. It has nothing to do with politics. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot more lighthearted, kind of just a slice of life buddy comedy. And the whole comedic comedy thing. So what do you think? You consider yourself a comedian first before... An actress, or what do you, where, where, does, where does it go first? Comedy, your first love? That's a really good question. I, I don't consider myself a comedian in, in the, the traditional sense of the word, as in a stand-up. Uh, though I have done stand-up, and I have immense respect for stand-up comedians. But yeah, comedy is my first love. I mean, I grew up in, in a family full of funny people, and I honestly didn't think that I was funny because they were so funny. And then I kind of started going out into the real world and people were like, you're really funny. And I was like, no, 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 no. You haven't met my cousin. You haven't met my dad. You know? And so I grew up with it and I found that my biggest joy is making people laugh. I, I love bringing a smile to people's face. And I feel like that's, it's kind of, there's so much negative in our world that it's nice to be able to bring levity and just Give people a break for 30 seconds or more. Exactly. They need it, right? So yes. they don't forget Especially about now. what's going to continue. So uh, COVID, that kind of, you did a viral type thing on Instagram a couple of years ago and you never knew it would keep building steam and now it continues, right? It's not stopped. That being yeah. right? It was, it was created right at the beginning of the pandemic as just kind of a cheeky way to stay creative because, you know, I, like everybody else was locked in my house right. and not interacting with other people. And it was just kind of a fun way to say, you know, here's my contribution to making edutainment as, as they like to call it, you know, making light of a situation that's really not light. Um, but also like, Hey, wash your hands. Don't touch your face because <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> but yeah, making that at the beginning of the pandemic, it went viral and it it's continued. I mean, even just this past, well, it's Monday. So I, yeah. last week somebody reached out and he was like, Oh my gosh, your video is so freaking funny. I laughed. And I was thinking, wow, that's almost, oh, well, I guess it's more than a year and a half later that it's still kind of making the rounds, even though it's not, you know, at the top of the charts, so to speak. You can keep repurposing it, right? Yeah, it's you great. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, and this, and will it ever end? That's the point where I guess we're gonna have to say, is COVID ever gonna end? Are we gonna ever go from this to that and just a constant, you know, all that? And you talked about off air, you have projects coming up, you just can't tell us about yet. Right. I feel like that's kind of how the industry has has gone. There's so many projects that are under wraps and they they don't want it to get out, you know, for whatever reason. And yes. So all of that to say, I feel like most people work on projects now that they can't really talk about. So I do have a couple things coming up that I'm excited about and I cannot wait to share with you when the time is right. 
but yes, I can't can't divulge all the secrets right now. Exactly. Can't divulge secrets. So what would you say specifically your goal as an actor? Where where do you see things, you know, next couple of years? Where do you where do you want to go in types of things? Yeah. With regard to what particularly? Behind the, I guess both we could talk about, you know, behind the camera and in front of the camera. That's a good question. I, I think the, the first thing that came to me when you when you asked that question, I believe it's just to make people laugh and right. smile. They don't even have to laugh, but just to, to like bring a little bit of joy or even when I work on a dramatic project and someone feels like they're not alone or, or that they see themselves in something that I've done and it just gives them a feeling of validation or, you know, just kind of relating to someone else that's that's i feel like that's kind of my purpose on this earth not to get too esoteric and out there for you but um yeah i ideally um my my goal is to be a series regular on a single camera comedy just making people laugh every single week and you just keep going you never know where those opportunities will come and do you yeah. think it might be you creating it yourself in certain ways anything's possible exactly and you can't say anything it's yeah. anything's possible and it's opened up the door in so many ways do you think it's also been a hard thing during you said COVID's slowdown but how hard it is to film things now with COVID? it's it's changed things for sure um there was a period where everything stopped you right. know because we just really didn't know what we were dealing with and then slowly people kind of found ways to to make things happen and then protocols and you know so now things are ramping back up and getting i don't want to say back to normal because what is normal these days right. but yeah i think it it's definitely changed how how you do things i mean who would have ever thought you'd need a covid compliance officer on set and right i don't know when or if that will ever change we might that might just become your next script supervisor position you know just it's a it's a normal position on set I mean, hopefully, hopefully we don't, but it, it has definitely changed things, but I think partially for the better, you know, I think there are some bright spots that, you know, I feel like people are getting less sick in general these days, which for me, I think that's a blessing. So is it directly because we have COVID compliancers on set? Probably not. I'm not, I'm not delusional, but you know, I, I feel like in anything you can choose to look at the positives or you can choose to look at the negatives. And I feel a lot happier when I at least find one positive thing. <laughs> That's important. And you can check out all your best places, Instagram for people to connect with you, right? Would you say? Uh, probably at this time. Yeah. I, I, I was going to say, I think it's up on YouTube as well, but I don't have much. I started to dabble into TikTok, but then I just got busy doing other things you got to jump on tiktok with that video I know, You'll get I it know. again just repurpose it and throw it up on tiktok I, i'm so, gonna i'm gonna do that <laughs> that's your big thing because again you're doing really well on instagram you should dominate on tiktok too then as well thank I you thank you put that time in for sure well i appreciate it so uh so how can we follow you on instagram what is it at at ms lauren white m-s-l-a-u-r-e-n-w-h-i-t just like the color and I believe it's I believe it's the same on TikTok, Ms. Lauren White. And uh, Twitter's a little. I'm not on Twitter a whole lot, but Twitter is Ms. Underscore Lauren Underscore White because apparently there are a million of us, I guess. <laughs> oh, well, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you coming by. Best of luck. And when your new projects are out, come back on and give me an update. Okay. 
Yeah, sounds great. Thank you so much right. for having me. Take care. Thanks. All right. Take see you care. later. Bye-bye. You're listening and watching The Neil Haley Show. And we'll be back in just a moment.